Hello and welcome to OTP Volunteer Table. I'm Don Kuhlhorn. The Old Town Playhouse has three theater departments generally. The Young Company, which is ages 9 through 17. They have two performances a season. The Adult Company, which is, and this is all pre-COVID, of course, five main stage shows and four studios, and they encompass all age groups, young and old, depending on the particular show that's being played. Then we have the ATP, or Age to Perfection group, which is 55 years and older. It's a a reader's theater. So far, our guest has two out of three of these departments under his belt. Jeff Wallace started at the Old Town Playhouse in the Young Company and came up through the ranks, if you will, to become uh, a very strong player in the adult uh, company. He has years and years to go before he'll even be considered for the Age to Perfection group. So let's talk with Jeff Wallace and find out what he's all about. So here we go, Jeff Wallace. Thanks again for giving me some of your time. Uh, I know you're busy. You were busy doing um, uh, Importance of Being Earnest for an online uh, presentation. Can you give me a little information about what that what was that about now you were original cast for it when we did it well way back last year right mm-hmm. correct a, week, a year ago so yeah just about um, now this is the whole cast that came back and instead of doing it live on stage you're doing it in some recording fashion i guess on zoom mm-hmm. so how does that work what's 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 happening with that um it's a very uh different and weird process um, going from rehearsing every night of the week to a couple nights a week and on camera, uh, it's a very different feel. Um, even right now, I'm using some of that, you know, like staring directly into the camera to, to get right. that direct eye contact versus actually looking more towards you, which is such a strange feeling. Tough. Um, it's hard because you, you also lose that... Um, I mean, I can use my peripheral a little bit, but you lose a lot of the ability to play off people, uh, which is a huge part of acting in general. Right. So it's been an odd experience. So, so what is the process? Do you um, do you read your lines? Do you do you have them memorized? Are you um, are you stopping and starting? Is it one? through recording what's up with what, what do you do uh for our production we did um uh we did reading uh we had our scripts up in front of us or next to us uh we did two two days worth of recording um and then we did stop and start um mm-hmm. which is a very nice uh pleasure to have when you flub a line and can just right pause for a moment and then say it again and know that that can be edited. Right. And same way here. You flub a line here. We'll uh, edit it out for you. <laughs> Excellent. It's all recording. We're not doing any video. I don't, I sometimes don't mention that to people, but um, it's just audio. So we get to, to chat. Um, okay. And so Kerr set this up. Now Kerr was the original director as well, right? Correct. Isn't he? 
So he just got you guys together, said, do you want to do this? And then you went off and, and did some sort of, of thing. Are you in costume? Uh, yes, we did well, at least for what you can see. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. You stay seated. <laughs> uh, but, yes, we, we were in um, uh, similar costume, not the exact costumes, but similar costume, uh-huh. period costume. Right. And you're doing kind of a chest up, ch- uh, shoulders and, and head kind of. Oh, yeah, I much more so, squared off for the show. Yeah. So that's got to be a challenge. In one in one spec with the with the script, not so much, but um, in one other sense, if you have the script, you kind of get lazy, don't you? Don't you think? Yeah. By the time we got to the recording, um, I was pretty much off book again. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was of course that safety net where um, I had it on the monitor behind me, and I can you know look at it real quick if I needed to. But for the most part, yeah, I think. Uh, uh, the nice thing being that we've already done the show, so it was already kind right. of there. Right. You already have some of that that connection made that actors need when they're doing their stuff. All right. So enough of that show. That show goes up um, bef- before we actually air this show. So I hope that we have seen it and are uh, greatly pleased by it. I'm sure we will be. So, so let's. Too. this is the first time I've had a uh, young company member on uh, uh, OTP Volunteer Table. And tell me about uh, Young Company. Where did you start in the theater with the Young Company or before that? And uh, how what what things did the Young Company give you? Uh, I actually started at, I remember the name now, Interlocking Pathfinder. Um, Pathfinder, yeah. Yes. And they did, uh, when they were still affiliated at the time, um, they did uh, kind of a summer camp thing. It was very widespread, but one of the options was theater. I think I actually went for soccer. I played a bit of soccer as a kid. Um, my mother was always pushing me to try different things, so I tried theater to see what it was all about. Uh, did my first show, and I was madly in love with it. So I kept going back every year. Um, I think I did two or three years there. And I started asking, like, how do I do more of this? Where do I go in this town? Because I desperately want to do as much as possible. Um, And she made connections at the Old Town Playhouse. And that got me pulled in with, uh, yeah. And then that was uh, under Luis's um, guidance. Yes. And then Michelle Hopkins came in. who I did a lot of work with. Um, mm-hmm. I did some with Luis, but mostly with Michelle. It had a different style about her. I don't know if it was professionalism. I don't think professionalism is the right word, but more theater-focused. There seemed mm-hmm. to be a lot more theater. Did you work with, as a young company person, in Michelle's guidance, or was it all with Luis? I think most of it was Luis. I think it was kind of on the tail end of... Um, Michelle coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have worked with her a lot um, in more technical aspects or directing or things like that. Uh, I've taught a few classes. Um, 
but no, mostly with Luis, um, a little bit under Kate Patello when she was doing stuff there with uh, Minda Night Quest as well. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to try and get Minda on here, and maybe I'll even ask uh, Kate if she wants to join in for a little bit. But um, so what kinds of things did you do? You um, you had plays, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but you had – um, education of some sort. What kind of, what does education mean in the young company? The young company, it's a lot of getting the basics down. Um, memorization, uh, projecting from your diaphragm, breathing in properly, uh, learning right stage from left stage, uh, trying to figure out the difference between up and down stage. Cause that's very confusing as a kid. <laughs> Yeah, I, there's a lot of adults who it's still confusing though. So <laughs> not that it's it's sometimes difficult. Do you, are you a singer? I can be. <laughs> I have been in several musicals. Um I I usually say it's not my favorite thing. That's not true. I I enjoy it a lot when I do. Um and I usually start working on my voice then. But uh in a somewhat professional sense, no. Yeah. So in, uh, one of the things that we that we like to hear is projection. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think we've lost, it's personal personal opinion here, but that we've lost in the young company is projection. Um, we have the technology with head fo- with microphones to be able to amplify the uh, the the people on stage and a young person's voice is young and light, but there's still a diaphragm. There's still presentation. You were of the group of the crew that had a project because we didn't do a, uh, um, electronic, uh, enhancement on it. What does that give you now? I think it's, I think it gives a lot of variance to my voice that I don't think I would have discovered otherwise. Um, because when you're, when you're pushing that much to get your voice to hit the back of the theater, um, and even some larger stages that I've not been mic'd on, um, it, it changes, you know, you're you're either tending to go higher or lower, and you're starting to hear yourself hit off the back wall and come back, and you can really tell um, what you sound like to the audience in that case. I always feel a little muffled or, like, staticky if I might. I feel like I'm not quite getting the same... Or maybe I just learned it that way, so I, I that's the tone I pick up, and I know how to hear myself like that. Um, I don't know. There's, I think there's merit to it. I think there's more range to my voice because of it, but that is also just personal opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess uh, once again, if you put a crutch in somebody's hand, they're going to use a crutch to my mind and not try and, as you say, find out the variances and the subtleties of uh, voice control. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's a there's a huge difference between yelling and projecting. Very much. And you've got to have that control when you're projecting. 
you just let it go, ripping out when it and yelling is not a really good thing to have. Very straining on the voice. Yep. And uh, I know you know very well, Don, that electronics in the theater tend to have a chance of being rather finicky. Well, yeah. <laughs> so well. there's kind of that crutch that if you rely on and it fails, we're either holding the show or not having one. Whereas if you can project, you can still continue on. Get over that that thing. All right. So um, electronic uh, enhancement um, in even some of the senses, if you're doing recorded uh, sound effects, it's kind of there's always that iffy chance that it won't go or somebody's finger is too late. So it's always nice to get real live theater, real live people, real live sound effects. Foley I mean, that's what it is, right? It's live theater. Right, exactly. Okay, let's talk about you as an actor now. Okay. Um, you got into acting, um, and I know we'll, we'll get a little directing as well, but you're, a, you're an actor, been doing a lot of stuff on main stage and in studio. I've been on stage with you. Um, what do you think about it? What do you think of acting? I think it's a. It's, it's always been for me a beautiful escape. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a marvelous opportunity to step out of my own shoes into someone else's, to take on this life, this persona, this essence, and for an hour or two, sometimes three, live it out, <laughs> uh, and then, kind of step out of it again. Right. If nothing else, that that doing something that you don't do normally in life is kind of a, a thrill. Yes. If you're playing a character that's against what you normally try and do. It's always fun. It's always fun to get the audience to boo you as well. If you can do that, so. <laughs> Oh, yes. Very much. Uh, you've been, uh, do you have uh, druthers? You've been a Shakespearean. You've done theater in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've done comedies, you've done dramas, you've done studio stuff, some pretty interesting studio stuff. What's your, what's your favorite? Do you have one? I, you know, I don't think I do, Don, if I'm being honest. Um, I love it all. You know, I, I, I love the, the spectrum of, you know, going from Shakespeare to something serious to something comedic or anywhere in between. Um, even into musicals, you know, that's, I just enjoy it. Yeah. We have a lot of people who do musicals and, uh, they don't, they're not necessarily the best of singers, but they, um, they enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's something that is, uh, is nice to see. Um, are you a dancer? No. <laughs> that I am an atrocious dancer. Um, okay. No, when I get pulled into musicals, it's generally for my my um, baritone, and I get put in the back where uh, you can't see me, and I can sing and I play my part. <laughs> okay. All right, um, you have done other things, directed. Yes, um, I've directed three different shows now. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely something I'm always looking to do more of. I I love directing. Um, 
What kind of director are you? I'm, I guess when I think about it, kind of a, I don't want to say a tough director, but I definitely have my expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I put a cast together, it's because I see that entire show being best done by those people. Um, so pulling that life out of them is kind of the challenge for me. And uh, sometimes that that uh, desired expectation can be something that I have to take a deep breath and step back from. Right, right. <laughs> there's a whole rehearsal process before we get there. Exactly. Exactly. How do you deal with your your talent? Do you um, talk one on one with them? Do you treat them as a group? Do you tell them you do this at this moment? Do you? Uh, what kind of leeway do you give your your talent? Uh, generally quite a bit. Um, as far as how I address them, uh, I use both of those methods actually. Um, I will address everyone as a group. And if I have personal notes, I let everyone else go and keep those people to chat with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't like it wasting anyone's time. You know, everyone's here cause they love it and they want to share in a passion or at least I hope, um, but I also know it's a big time commitment for a lot of people. So I try to respect people's times, um, right away. I want them to be as, uh, playful as possible to really try different things as their character. And it gives me an opportunity to kind of preview things I hadn't thought of good and bad. Um, but I try to keep it as much a, yes, I'm the director, but this is also a, um, cooperative production. You know, Mm -hmm. I need you as much as you need me. You need me to see everything and I need you as an actor. So. Right. Do you, do you, um, what do you do in preparation as a director? I mean, you read the script, obviously. I read the script. (laughs) It can be rather lengthy, uh, my process, but I read the script, multiple times um at least once at least once as each character okay um and that's a bare minimum if i don't feel like i've got the intent of a character i will read it again and i'm always reading it from their perspective okay um do you do that as an actor not as much. No, as an actor, I usually stick to my character's perspective mm-hmm. as to not uh, play into other qualities of other characters. Okay. What about um, the tech side of, as a director, um, as an actor, you got one job. Memorize your lines, throw them out when, when time comes. But as a director, you've got either a lot of work or a little work and a lot of work. Some directors like to be involved in everything in costuming in, um, and not, not just saying, Oh, I like that stuff. Let's go with it. 
but getting nitty gritty into it and saying, here's the colors we want and here's your lighting plot and here's this and here's that. Do you do that or are you lazy fair? Again, I think it's a, a coexistence, right? Um, if I have a lighting designer, it's kind of the same ordeal, honestly, where I want to hear what they have to say. I want to bounce ideas and maybe that'll provoke something I didn't think of. I'll get an interesting lighting moment or some different costume designs that I had intended. Um, I'm definitely try not to be too strict about anything because I think that you, you kind of dampen the ability for interesting things to come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. COVID's here. We have not uh, had any stage work since, well, May, April. I don't know when we stopped doing stuff, but it was, it's was. it been a long, dry spell. Mm-hmm. Other than just uh, for me as a technician, I can get to do work because we had theater in the tent. We had a lot of other things going on. But um, what do you miss about the Playhouse? What are the things that you want the Playhouse back for? Just about everything. Uh, <laughs> you know, from being an actor to um, the occasions that I get to either design lights or work on the crew backstage or whatever it is that I get to be involved with. I just miss being involved in that mm-hmm. community and that creation. What does a playhouse mean to you in that regard? Uh, <clears throat> um, where where do you see yourself going in the theater? Uh, well, not where the question is: Do you see yourself um, expanding beyond community theater? Do you have even that little inkling that maybe if you're in a drugstore somewhere, somebody's going to discover you, <laughs> and you're going to go on to Broadway or someplace? Not really. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, those chances are one in a million opportunities. Not saying I wouldn't take it. It'd be a wonderful experience. But, uh, no, I – so I went to Interlochen for high school. I had a great opportunity of spending three years there um, and learned a lot in the specialties of theater from them. One thing they did was bring in people who are in the field to uh, especially kind of newer people who had just graduated to talk about their experiences. And the more I kept hearing that I'm busting tables in between. <laughs> sorry. Yay. There we go. Music. Let's dance. <laughs> yeah. That's payback for the one I had before. So it's there okay. we go. Yes. <laughs> So the more that I heard I'm busting tables in between jobs, being someone who wants to have a stable financial future of some kind, <laughs> I started going, you know, maybe this isn't the path that I want to take, uh, at least for my primary income. Right. And, uh, yeah, that kind of led me towards going to business school instead. Yeah, well. And there you go. Sometimes that's the way to go. I've always, I've hated no. And I understand that you get more no's than yeses when you're auditioning on, uh, in professional. Not that I ever had visions of going professional anyhow, but 
I hate no when I'm auditioning at the Playhouse, and they say, no, I don't need you, Don. What? You don't need me? (laughs) I did the best audition of anybody as far as I was concerned. And so I I find that it's it's way too way too hurtful in my uh, my ego structure to be able to, to do that. So I couldn't, I couldn't be a professional on a bet unless they gave me money up front, you know, and then it'd be well, all then, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see coming on down the line? Uh, in theory, we're supposed to start in September. We're opening the doors back up. That's, that's kind of the hope. And until it happens, it we won't know, and hopefully COVID will be um, modified by the vaccines and all that. What do you think? What do you see for futures? Directing, um, acting, teching? Uh, yes, yes, and yes, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I definitely... I have to go through my box now. It's been a while, but I, I have some scripts that I'd like to throw at people uh, to direct. None that I recall offhand, if I'm being honest. But um, with, uh, I know Melissa taking over the young company. I would like to chat with her about some opportunities there, even directing young company. Right. Um, I had a great experience with Michelle. She let me direct uh, Robin Hood. I had nothing but, um, praise from the parents and a lot of them telling me, come back, do this again. You know, you, uh, you taught them a lot and they want more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Young companies start doing something. I'm not sure it's, it's an online thing, I think. So they're, they're back in business for a little bit. Um, I think we've run out of time. I heard my little chime go off saying that huh? time is done. Uh, thanks so much, Jeff, for giving us a little chat and finding out a little bit more about Jeff Wallace. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's it for another episode of OTP Volunteer Table. My thanks to Jeff Wallace uh, for giving us some of his time. I certainly hope his play Importance of Being Earnest went up well. And So if you have any questions, concerns, or wish to know more about OTP, wish to know about somebody in the OTP stable, wish to tell your story, send an email off to office at oldtownplayhouse.com. That's office at oldtownplayhouse.com. Our music today is Talkies by Hama Hama. OTP Volunteer Table is produced in association with the Old Town Playhouse of Traverse City, Michigan. This is the OTP Volunteer Table. I am Don Kuehlhorn, and we will see you on the boards.